This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. Welcome to the Break the Bell podcast. It is Monday night. Bill, how's it going? It is doing well. It is doing well or you're doing well? well it's oh, something's oh. doing well. How was Thanksgiving? We didn't even talk about Thanksgiving I last know, week. I know, we did. We just totally like shot past it. We did. We did something. I don't, I don't know. We're just like, it's stuff is going. happening and yeah. then Thanksgiving happened and then we're like, yeah. oh yeah, there was that thing. That we didn't too. even talk about it. I know. So, I know. Yeah. When... Uh, the Native Americans like helped us white, poor white people survive, and then we repaid the favor by like a little bit of smallpox. Yeah, just, just a little bit of smallpox. Not not a lot. Not a heavy amount of smallpox. No, no. Just just slight. Just be neighbors. Slight. I'm thankful for smallpox. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say next year at Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for? Smallpox. Smallpox. Absolutely. <laughs> we would not have this. Right now, if it wasn't for small parts, it, it, I mean, you're probably right. <laughs> That's terrible. You're fucked up, Bill. You are fucked up, but you can say it because you're like, you're like yeah. Elizabeth Warren, Native American, right? Right. So, Absolutely. so, so you're we're, you're good. Yeah. We're we're so. like blood brothers. Derek is here. Derek says, "Que pasa?" Do you know Spanish? Wait, no. Which what does that mean? Spanish? Oh, okay. I I just know. Uh, on the Lion King, one of the the hyenas said it. Remember when oh, he was yeah. like. He said Mufasa. He's like, what did you say? And he's like, uh, que pasa? <laughs> so that, that's that's my Spanish lesson. Well, for... Disney movies are a great place for uh, second language. Um, I, I don't know. All of them. But Lion King's the best Disney movie. How's everybody doing out there? We're just rambling at this point. This is the Break the Bell podcast. The one and only, as far as I know, the one and only. That's I don't a know. Question. Is there any it's ripoffs out there? Well, it's the best one. Why it's you sound like one. you're like dying over there? Uh, because I kind of am. Why are you dying? I just fighting a cold this last weekend good god man. i blame you bring that shit to my house you are okay. you had it first it's my house though. i know you I, gave, <laughs> I walked into this den of like disease it's true you should have <clears> wore a mask <throat> i should have you should have listened to uh fauci. uh dr fauci and wore your mask over i mean i'm still i got it twice in three weeks wow. like i had it and i was coming off of it it was like almost gone and then all of a sudden it like ramped back up and i had it again i'm like this is not the same because I was getting better, and then yeah. my wife got it, and then I think she gave it back to me, and so it's horrible. Yeah, it was it was it was kind of a mess, but I'm doing all right now. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad. Doing good. I'm very happy for you. <laughs> good. So now you get to experience. Yeah, the so I'm doing better. Friday night I had a 
killer sore throat. I didn't have the sore throat. Oh, I had okay. like the lung junk for oh, okay. weeks, though. But you, you're running the show. You get to do most of the talking since your voice is working oh, the best. That's, so that's that's that should be really good. <laughs> Derek says, I'm just thankful that the show made it another week without YouTube man hammer coming down. I'm surprised. I am too, actually. And uh, we are here. And especially now that Joe Biden's in charge of the Internet. Is he now? He, has he, he is officially a... in charge. Of the oh, Internet. wow. Interesting. That should yeah. go. You see how great Joe Biden is at Twitter. So, yes, the whole Internet should be should be really fun. Yeah. Uh, tonight, we're not talking about Joe Biden. We're, well, we'll probably talk about Joe he, Biden. He'll I don't pop know. Up. He'll, he'll pop he, up. He always pops up smelling things and stuff. Yes. Um, we are talking about we're not even really talking about American politics. No. We're talking about politics, though. Yes. We're talking about elections and yes. politics, but not necessarily American politics, even though yeah. I feel like. It's inner interlinked. I, I I feel like America could probably take some lessons from. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, we're talking about the evil right wing radical populists that are moving around the world. We've had kind of a discussion oh, yeah. about this yeah. in the past. <clears throat> uh, yeah. What the, the Italian uh, the next Mussolini? Yeah, that's been a, a year now. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, I do. I read that today, and they're like, "It's been a whole year since." Uh, I can't believe it. What's her name? I can't are are think. they complaining about her still? Uh, I think they said she kind of like tampered it down oh, a bit okay. once she took over which they do That's they, what they do, do. Yeah. i mean trump promised to drain the swamp guess how many swamp right. members were how, how many people None. went to jail um yeah, yeah trump threat uh promised to lock up hillary hillary's not in jail no. unfortunately um all that all that stuff he promised to end uh child sex slavery right. and i'm pretty well, sure he, that's still he, happening he's still doing that so oh, you okay. just don't see it. Oh, he's so. doing it behind yes. behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, um, this this deep cover, this disease known as uh, radical populism is like sweeping across the world right now. Um, in different, it's it's popping up in different ways. Like, yeah. in some ways, it's like we're gonna elect this freaking crazy libertarian sex tantric coach. <laughs> yeah. Right. Slash dog cloner. Yeah. <laughs> because we need something different here and that's what we want to go with. And then on the other hand, on other places, like we're just going to burn this shit down because yeah. there is no other options. There's no other elective options uh, besides what's the current. So we're just going to burn it yeah. all down. Like burn it down. kind of was going on in Ireland last week or yes. earlier this week, last week, I guess it's only yeah. Monday. So last week, last week, um, my everything's screwed up with that four day weekend. Like, I know, it's all I screwed know. up. Then we have some that are like electing self-proclaimed like anti-Muslims or something. Yeah. And that where, where was that? That was the Netherlands, which the Netherlands yes. we've talked about. The Netherlands yes. has been the Netherlands deserves a populist movement. They do. They it's they're way overdue. Yeah, they uh, I mean, we're all way overdue. And it's so funny seeing like the media's take on populism. Yeah, because I get that most of the time populism is like some nut job, like Trump type guy that's taking advantage of like the people that don't feel they're being heard. Right. And that's how you get like Trump or God forbid, that's how you get like Hitler. Right. Right. But what's the alternative? Like, like the media is like, oh, the, all these people just feel like they're just not being heard and not being listened to. And so we get the, this guy, this crazy guy that's like, we're going to take advantage of the situation and just be a whatever a fascist dictator or we're going to kill a bunch of Jews or whatever they do as populist leaders these days. Yeah. And on the other hand, it's like, why don't you just be like, well, why are the people pissed off? Right. Maybe. 
maybe we could like <clears throat> curb some of that insanity right. by being like, so what was your problem? Yeah. Right. Actually listening to people. Instead of being like, no, you're a dumbass, and that's yeah. hate speech, and you yeah. should never say that, and you're gonna go to jail now. Yeah. And then this populist guy, like some Trump ass guy, is like, "Did I hear you? I, I'm one of you guys. I, I know I'm just a rich billionaire, but I, I'm one of you guys." And people are like, "Oh, we need one somebody that's yeah. like it, all all people. Some of these people need is just somebody to be like, you're right. Yeah, right. And it doesn't matter who yeah. it is or how fucking crazy it is. It's like, I hear you. And it's yeah. like, oh shit, somebody's right. listening. Somebody's finally I want listening. that guy right yeah. there." And that's that's what this turns into. And yeah. but instead they demonize populism and we get the Trumps or yeah. God forbid the Hitlers. Not right. not saying they're the same, but they're no, no, both no. definitely popular. They won on populism, right? Right. right. There, there's no arguing that they both won on populism. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about tonight. Uh radical populists, because why not? It's in the news. That's what we want to talk on. about. Yeah. Um, before we do, we got to say, check us out all over social medias, um, and share it far and wide with all the rest of you who feel like you're just not getting a voice. Yes. You're not being heard. Um, vote for me. I will make all your dreams come true. <laughs> vote for Pedro. <laughs> I'll make all your dreams come true. What's it from, Bill? Napoleon Dynamite. It's a great movie. It is a good one. Napoleon Dynamite is just, it's it's timeless. It's the movie we needed. Uh, we did need it, and it did it. It was overdone. Like all the quotes were overdone, yes. and so people got tired of it, and it just kind of went away. And it's just like, can we just have yeah. Napoleon Dynamite in this world again? Then there'd be no more Hitlers. That's true. If Napoleon Dynamite films can't, we're we're around. You're, you're absolutely right. Yes. Uh, check us out all over social media. We'll make all your dreams come true. Uh, you can find us. At our handle at Break the Bell Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. What is this, and why is it going to damage my computer? Go to the trash. That does not look good. Uh, at Break the Bell Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, X, whatever the whatever it's yeah. called these days. Do people still call? Are kids these days still calling it Twitter? I, 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 I is my age showing by calling it, it Twitter? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Boomer. Uh, yeah, do <laughs> do those things and share them far, far and wide with all your friends and families and acquaintances and accountants and whatever else lawyers. uh lawyers definitely lawyers yes. we need we, we need, need lawyers, lawyers. Yes. we need lawyers in this group so share us with your lawyer friends um so yeah just yeah. just because we're gonna get right into this intro video we're gonna go ahead and jump right in and talk about radical populists we'll be right back have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find... What did you say? Are you talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. 
I hit the wrong button. I that, noticed that. As I tend to I was do like, sometimes. oh. Yeah. That's Break time hat. already. Yeah. It's flying. Show's flying. So I, I, I have to ask the question. If, if like, quote unquote, woke agenda, leftist agenda, the, the green agenda, the whatever, the, I don't know, socialist agenda, whatever it is, it, if it is as great as the the global globalist, right, right. for lack of better terms, yeah, globalist yeah. agenda. You'll own nothing, you like it. If it's as great as people say it's going to be, why would there ever be a populist movement against it? Yeah, because... Um, like, why would the people be like all pissed off? It's like, this isn't fucking right. working. This isn't are, what we signed up for. Are they just not giving it enough time, you think? <clears throat> no, I think it, it actually sucks. Because, like, obviously, I mean, we talked about the Great Reset, like, long-ass yeah. time ago. Right. And, I mean, they even admitted then it's going to come with growing pains. You can't just yeah. flip off the switch and turn it back on without growing pains. I mean, it's just going to happen. Yes. Are these people just too impatient to go through those growing pains? No. No, no. And, or is it just fucking suck that bad? Yeah, and well, here's the thing: is that you're trying to do a utopia with people, right? You're trying to to make a paradise with people, and and there's egos and there's greed, and people suck, yeah, and they they can't do it. Yeah. They can't do it, and so people always get end up getting the short end, right? Where the the little uh, mustachio guy ends up getting all the money. All the chicks, something, you know. It's all the just, steak. All the steak. While you get the, the mealworms. Yep. You know, the nice house. You get the nice little little pod. It's true. It's true. I, I, I always wanted to live in a tiny, like, cubicle or right. pod. I mean, people love working in cubicles. Yeah. Why wouldn't they love living in cubicles? Yeah. So um, we're continuing to see, like, this, sh- this shift kind of in the global geopolitical sphere. Yes. And it's like scaring the shit out of the overlords or whatever Good. you're calling them. Good. It's like scare. It's like, oh, they're not. They're not glomming on this yeah. like we thought they would. Right. What? What do no, we do no, now? You don't understand. You'll own nothing and you'll like it. You've just, you like missed it. the part where you'll like it. Yeah. Like, like you, you caught the first part. Yeah. But you're not understanding the you'll like it part. Don't, don't like, you love the earth? Why aren't? It's like usually we just say things yeah. and they're just like, yeah, you're right. I right. do like it. And <laughs> then as time goes on, people are like, wait, I I like this. But for some reason, it feels like I don't like yeah. this. <laughs> like this kind of feels like it fucking sucks. Yeah. And I can't figure out why because they say we like it. Yeah. So I, we like it. Yeah. But for some reason, I don't. I, I don't like it. Am I the problem here? Obviously. Uh, I must be. And then neighbors like, you know what? I kind of feel that way too. And then like six other people are like, hey, do you hear this? Yeah. They, they don't like it. I don't like it. And then all of a sudden it's just like, hey, people don't fucking like yeah. this. And then the people at the top are like, oh shit, they forgot about the liking it <laughs> yeah, part. Right, right. Let's let's say it again. Maybe they'll get it. So that's when they got to bring out like the bread and circuses. Right. Yes. But they're forgetting like about the homes parts sometimes right. yes it's like bread and circuses are only good if you have a house to yeah. enjoy them in so well, and, and and people don't necessarily like being taken care of uh, a lot of them do 
Yes. As long as they're not like hungry and cold. Well, and if they have some kind of control. Right. Right. So uh, I think it's pretty apparent that this globalist agenda and populism are like clashing with each other. Yes. Like populism kind of throws a wrench in the whole globalist agenda yeah. because you see uh, articles in the news like the headlines are like D like what I saw one. It was like some of the, the uh, challenges to the geopolitical like structure we have in coming into like world elections this time. And one was like, the, the push towards deglobalization is one of the biggest challenges. It's like, well, how are we going to make all our fortunes and billions of dollars in money laundering if we don't have yeah. globalization? Like, what do we do? Um, so <clears throat> it seems like at first it kind of seemed like during 2020, it almost seemed like um, it was just an American thing. Right. It's just like the whole rest of the world is like on this whole like uh, Lincoln arms and yeah. like we're in this together oh, yeah. type mentality. But then the United States was like, fuck that shit. We're yep. Americans here. But now you're seeing like populist movements, like you said, in Italy. Yeah. Um, now in the Netherlands, right. like yeah. Isn't Even that like France. one of the most peaceful countries? Right. Well, yeah. France is France is always like erupting in some sort well, of that's violence. Because they're like, you know, Viva la France, you know, yeah. like the seventeen hundreds, and yeah. then they start cutting people's heads exactly. off. Exactly. But uh, but the Netherlands really? I know that's supposed to be like the happiest place on earth. Yeah, you know, like, you fucked up like, when you pissed off Disney, the Netherlands. Here's Netherlands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, Disney's not doing so great either. Well, so, no. so we're we're kind of just screwed. So, um, I can't even read. Like it's extra dark in here. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. It's like the definition of populism. First of all, is a political approach that strives to appeal to ordinary people who feel their concerns are disregarded. That's the definition of populism. Okay. So, why is this instantly a bad thing? Like when it hits the media, it's like this populism. Yeah. All this rampant populism. It's like, oh, you mean like like people that need something that that feel like they're not being listened to and need yeah. something? Yeah, that that's the bad thing here. Well, here here's the problem. The people that feel like they're not being listened to are traditionally white. Well, it's the general popula population of right. a country, pretty right. much. But it, but it's it's typically the majority. Of the people. Well, yeah. So here in the United States, you consider it white people. In uh, the Netherlands, you probably consider it white people. In right. Ireland, obviously, it's white people. Right. Argentina, I don't know if you could say that's well, no, white no. people right. because they're predominantly. But, but it's not. still the majority, right? It yeah. Feels like they're not being listened to. Well, at least that's how they tie it to it. It's just like all these yeah. fucking white people but, just want what, what they and, want. And these people are ignorant. They're uneducated. They don't know what they need. Well, obviously, they we, have to listen to us. To explain to them what they need. Yes. Uh, Derek, I'm missing your comments. Derek says, took me legit five minutes. Oh, Twitter is lit as fuck. No cap, no simping. But some are total stands for influencers in their trip on the net. Yeah, I'm down with the kids along these days. My kids think I'm totally cringe for real, for real. Derek, I fucking hate you for taking five minutes to even type that out. <laughs> Derek, I, you, you just gave me a like an an aneurysm. That hurt yes. my brain. That's but, how old I am. Hey, so back to Mad props, man. Back to us, <laughs> us white people that aren't getting what we want. Yes, right. That no one's listening to. Now, you get on one hand, it's just like you get some of those legit, like redneck white people that are yeah. like they they took our jobs type people, you know. Um, but when it's like literally, you're fighting for a home, right? And there's like. 
violence, like an uptick in violence since hundreds of thousands of immigrants migrated into your region. Yeah. And in the case in Ireland, it's like Ukrainian and Russian, like Georgian migrants. Right. It's not like the brown people right. that you think of. It's like, oh, there's just a bunch of fucking racists. It's like, right. you're talking like Eastern Europeans here. Yeah. Well, and you know, Ukraine is now part of the European Union. Uh, yeah, obviously. So, um, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird to me, again, when they blame the people that are hurting the most like right. a lot from it. i want to say the most i want to say they're necessarily hurting more than the refugees but they are being directly affected and hurt yeah. by some of these immigration policies or other pol not even just right. the immigration policies but a bunch of a bunch of the shit but yeah. it, for some reason it always comes back the immigration policies that's like yeah. the common denominator it's like well there's this populist wave in uh in uh italy because they're pissed off at the all like the mass waves of immigration and then well, in uh, the Netherlands, uh, there's this populist movement because they're pissed off at the uh, waves of mass immigration. It's like there's a common denominator here. Right. Well, I mean, how does it feel like you're part of a country, you elect your legislators, but you're barely getting by. You're barely making your mortgage payment. That keeps going up. Your taxes keep going up. Right. Food prices keep going up. Sounds familiar. And and but then you have immigrants that come over and they're given a meal free meal. Right. Ticket, right. So I, I understand. Like, like populism is seen as a far right thing. Right. It's just like, well, <clears throat> oh, these far right populists. But like, wasn't like the communist revolution, wasn't that like yeah. populism at its finest? Right. Absolutely. Like overthrowing the bourgeois or whatever you yeah. call them. Yeah. The czars. The czars and whatever. Um, some of the worst people have come from populism on both sides. Absolutely. I mean, you have uh, Stalin's. The Stalin type people. Yeah. You have the Hitler type people on the other side. You have Donald Trump on one side. Yeah. You can, Mao. Mao. I mean, yeah. Populism isn't a far right thing. It's, no. it's it's not. Populism is just people are pissed off and they're gonna find somebody that says, "I get it. I hear you." Yeah. Even if he doesn't get it, he doesn't hear them. Yeah. At least he's willing to say, "I get it. I hear you," because right. the overall government's yeah. At this point, are like, sorry, yeah. sucks, bro. Well, look sucks. Yeah, you, you're not doing. You're just white. Your privilege is showing, right. and uh, yeah. just you yeah. just got to deal with it, bro. Well, look at what Biden's. You know, Biden's. Oh, what inflation? There's no inflation. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> we're we're booming, man. Yeah, our inflation's down sixty percent. I think he said this week. Yeah. yeah, whatever that means. Um, so it again, it stems from like real ignored grievances yeah and sometimes it gets to the point where you get a bad leader out of it but sometimes it doesn't ever even make it to the point where you get a bad leader and shit just boils over and riots happen yeah. and shit burns and people get literally yeah literally burned like what's going on in ireland right now with these yeah. protests like i don't know like this this all stemmed these Ireland protests all stemmed from uh, initially the stabbing. Yes. Well, not, and that's not what, no, it's just a bunch of the boil over. Right. That's that what the, the boiling point yeah. was. This, this guy happened to stab a bunch of kids and then he's, so this guy apparently is not an Irish national, but he is an Irish citizen. He's a 
foreign born citizen so he's been citizenized or whatever sure. whatever um but he's not not an irish national so all these irish nationals like are like oh look look this is this is what's coming from like from all this immigration here and blah 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 let's do something about it. They're, they're fucking pissed. Yeah. They're, they're pissed off. It's kind of like black lives matter shit going on. Uh, some, right. something legit happened and people legit got pissed Yeah, and maybe it turned into something else. I I'm not sure, but let, let's read about it. Cause this is from the New York post. It says protesters take the street in Dublin after a knife attack that injured three children. One seriously. The others weren't. Uh, the others were jokes i was gonna say they really didn't frame that title right no not at all they never do injured three children but one, one seriously yes so in london this wasn't in london but this is where this article is being written protests broke out in central dublin on thursday evening after irish police said a five-year-old girl was receiving emergency medical treatment following an an attack that involved a knife so did they stab him or did it just involve a knife <laughs> Like, like it's so funny how they word these things. It's like an attack that involved a knife. You mean a knife attack yeah. or a stabbing incident? Right, right. Like, yeah. like, let's call it what it is. A woman and two children, two other children were injured. Irish police said they weren't treating the case as terror related and that the man in his 50s, who was also hospitalized with serious injuries, is a person of interest. Police said they have a definite line of inquiry and that they weren't looking for anyone else in connection to the violence outside of the school in the heart of Dublin soon after 1.30 p.m. In the early evening, protesters fired flares and fireworks at the police um, cordon in Dublin around the scene of the incident. Police armed with shields fended off violent demonstrators attempting to kick and punch them. Many of those attacking the police had their faces covered. A number of police vehicles and a tram were damaged during the disorder in the city center. A bus and car were also on fire on the city's O'Connell Bridge. Uh, the scenes we are witnessing this evening, this is from Justice Minister Helen McKenty. The scenes we are witnessing this evening in our city center cannot and will not be tolerated. A thuggish and manipulative element must not be allowed to use an appalling tragedy to wreak havoc. Earlier, Superintendent wait, Liam... Wait, 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 wait. Isn't that the very definition of the 2020 protest? Well, yeah. Absolutely. But um, but you can't talk It's about different that. over there. You can't talk about that. I guess. Earlier, Superintendent Liam Garrity said at a media briefing that preliminary indications are that a man attacked a number of people at Parnell Square East. He said police believe that it was a standalone incident not necessarily connected to any wider issues that are ongoing in the country or in the city. We need to identify the exact reasons for that happening. So so this happened and it has nothing to do with anything else that's going on, guys. This just happened. Sure. Like, don't connect this to the immigration right. or anything else going on. I, I like how we worded that. It's like, no connection to anything else going on in our country right now. Yeah, it's like, right. all right. Well, which is why the people are pissed because it happens to be a person of immigrant backgrounds. Right. Not saying, I'm not saying the reason this knife incident happened is because of the immigration policies. I'm just saying that's what they're pissed off right. about. It's like, yeah, this guy happened to be an immigrant. We have a mass influx of immigrants here. Uh, we're going to take it out on the immigrants because yeah. it's, I mean, it's like nine 11. We took right. it out on all the Brown people. 
Garrity confirmed earlier witness reports that a knife was used in the attack, but he couldn't provide more details on the nature of the injuries. Probably stab injuries, I would I assume. Guess. He also confirmed that witnesses sought to disarm the man as soon as they saw what was going on. My understanding is members of the public did intervene at a very, very early stage, and we would applaud those members of the public for getting involved in such a traumatic and potentially dangerous situation for themselves. Uh, here's some pictures of the fiery, but mostly peaceful protests. Sure. Um, it says, he said the woman who is in her 30s suffers serious injuries, while two other children and a five-year-old boy and six-year-old boys sustain less serious injuries. The boy has been discharged from the hospital, he added. So that's the scene. That's gotcha. that's where it starts. There was the stabbing, and then there was protests. And nothing in there even mentioned like the protest about immigration. It just said people are pissed and protested, and there's so fires. It's and possible that this guy had been waiting in line at the supermarket for a really long time. This lady came with her three kids, cut in line, and he just snapped like that and decided to go yeah, turn on them. I mean, it, there, there's any number of reasons right. this could have happened. There's no manifesto. No. Um, but the protests... Right. They were just looking for an excuse. They were... I, they Again, it just was the boiling point. Right. It's just like, well, this guy was a person of... He was an immigrant of some sort, and... We, everything around here is stemming around this immigration crisis, as far in right. their eyes at least. Yeah. And this is just like the poster of immigration problems. It's like, like Donald Trump, dude, they sent a rapist and a murderer, just one. Um, and so, I, I mean, right. I'm sure politics, like politicians have been involved in this you know and i'm sure there's a lot of legitimate concern with the immigration politics because right. i got this other one from new york post that's titled blame ireland's migrant surge not right wingers for the dublin riots because it, all you see in the headlines is right wing extremist rioters blah blah right. blah anti-immigrant extremist right wing rioters burning down dublin As blah blah do. blah yes and so um, the New York Post says, um, why don't we blame the immigration surge? Because that's what they're pissed off about. Again, populism comes down to people not feeling listened to. So when when you get people that are pissed off, not feeling listened to, the, the first thing you should say is, it's your fault. Right. Right back at them. Because yeah. that's that's going to be, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we are right wing. And yeah. uh, that, that is probably why this, the, 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 the big problem is the fact that we're right wingers and yes. we're populists. Yes. And uh, I just needed to look deep inside my heart. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I just need to look deep down in my own heart and realize that I'm a right wing populist yes. and every, all our problems would be solved. Yes. And, and then and say you're sorry. And, and then apologize for my whiteness, obviously. Um, this says in the 12 months leading up to April this year, 141,600 immigrants landed in Ireland. The Irish population has increased by more than 2% in the last 12 months. Huh. Ireland, I don't know if you know anything about Ireland, but it's not that big. I was going to say, I know it's small. <clears throat> it's not very big. So what, what is happening? I think you need another dog. Uh, apparently. PTSD service dog, apparently. Yes. I think I keep clicking on these stupid ads that are at the top. So it says the Irish population has increased by more than 2%. 
If the U.S. had similar immigration, it would mean nine million extra people. Um, I think in the last year, close in the last <laughs> year, in one yeah. year, nine million people cross the border. Yeah, that would be freaking insane. Yeah, Ireland's non-nationals comp uh, comprise of a whopping twenty percent of the population. The tinderbox of immigration blew open Thursday with a mass riot in Dublin following the stabbing of a number of young children outside a school near Main Street. The alleged perpetrator is foreign-born but still a citizen. The riots have so far led to more than 30 arrests and a number of stores destroyed. Once a source of massive emigration to the United States, the Emerald Isle is now the destination choice for Ukrainian refugees and other national nationalities seeking a better life and better welfare entitlements. Uh, following Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Ireland had a surge of 100,000 Ukrainian refugees. Ukrainian refugees received more than $200 a week from the Irish state, the most generous supplement provided by any European country. $200 a week? Yeah. That'll get you a potato. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not very much. Yeah. I don't know what it's like in Ireland, but that's not doesn't seem like very much here. But I'd still take $200 oh, a week oh, fuck yeah. if somebody were to hand it to me. Last year, more than 13,000 people of non-Ukrainian origin entered Ireland, a 400% spike over 2021. A large portion of new applicants hail from Georgia, so another Eastern European region, deemed safe by Georgia's ambassador in Dublin. A country deemed safe by Georgia's ambassador. Uh, this has turned an already explosive housing shortage into a catastrophe. All these factors culminated in the horrific riots this week as hundreds of inner city residents torched the streets in what the prime minister leo radcar described as huge destruction by a riotous mob buses rail carriages and police cars were burned alongside an orgy of destruction and looting dublin's fair city where the girls are so pretty as the famous irish band dubliners proclaimed was turned on its head as a footlocker and several other stores were burned and raided Rioters even hijacked a bus for reckless joyriding. That sounds fun. That does. Police, I bet you they was just for the hell of it. Police chiefs have been quick to blame far-right anti-immigrant elements. Yet public frustration with homelessness, joblessness, immigration, lack of law and order, and antisocial behavior have been breeding a revolt of the urban underclass. Ireland has seen a surge in anti-immigration protests in recent years as the large influx of migrants has sparked clashes with already deprived communities and and rural enclaves. That includes incidents of arson, such as deliberate torching of centers used to house migrants. Ireland's authorities are now in a panic about immigration, issuing a last-minute promise about revoking generous welfare handouts for Ukrainians. Their bigger problem, an election looms next year amid a dire shortage of houses for the young. Irish youth are swinging to the Sinn opposition political party, which was at one point the political wing of the IRA. So <clears throat> people are a little upset. A little bit. There's already a housing shortage. There's already economic issues here. Um, and the population just increased by 2% in the last year. Make it more and difficult. those people are getting free money handed to them yeah. and saying, here, come live in our homes because we have so many to choose from. And so the population there, the gen pop there is like, um, I don't feel like you're taking care of us properly. <clears throat> I feel like uh, you should, it's kind of like here in the United States, like vets before immigrants right. or whatever. You, you see that stuff all the time. Right. But 
the government isn't really listening. And then this dog is just like right on the screen. He's just looking at you. Um, Well, then, so the younger people are like, well, let's go find somebody that'll listen. Yes, Derek, fiery orgies. You heard it right. Swinging youth and fiery orgies. He says, no wonder the population has increased by so much. Um, so what, what, what's your opinion on what's going on in Ireland right now? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a snapshot of what's happening with every country around here. You know, it's like, it seems like influx of immigrants is kind of like the trend. Influx and, of immigrants and lack of housing. Well, yeah. Housing Those is a two big things thing. are like, yes. and, and they go hand in hand. It's like, you already have a housing crisis. You already have like yeah. lack of proper housing. It's like, here, let's just throw a bunch yeah. more people and, and in there. That'll everywhere. fix it. Like it is. It, it you is. You hear about housing, lack of housing in like Canada and America, over in Asia. I mean, it's just it, it's what's happening right now. But then you're having an influx of populations, two to to five percent coming in. I mean, which it's, is a large freaking that's a number. Lot. That is a lot large number for, especially an already like struggling yeah. community. Yeah, and it's like. Has Ireland ever not been a struggling community? Right. I mean, that's why they immigrated here in right. the first place is because they're always struggling. Yeah. Potatoes only go so far. Right, right. And whiskey, there's lots of whiskey here. Pota- potato made whiskey. I do. Gross. One of the, isn't that just uh, that's an vodka? <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, the, the big problem is, again, the government not yeah. listening. And I wonder if they're doing what our government's doing and, you know, co-opting hotels and people's, you know, condos and schools and, yeah, you know, and like to fill them with kicking w- wedding parties out of the hotels yeah, right? so we can house the freaking um, the the migrants or the refugees yeah. because we make lots of money doing so. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure they're getting big, <laughs> big money from the governments. Uh, this is from The Guardian. This is kind of. You can kind of hear the frustration from this one. It's not just like all oh, these people are just upset that that these brown folks or these other folks, right. like these racist bastards coming in. Not Irish. Yeah. So that this is actually like the voice of them. Whether it's legit or not, they're right. legitimately yeah. upset about this. Right. So let's let, I just want to read a little bit of this because this talks about the riots and stuff. Same thing, but it, it talks about it actually quotes some of the people that were there at the riots. So this person, this is Samantha, 27-year-old mother, says people need to fight for this country. Um, I'm not racist. I don't mind come people coming in if they respect Irish people, but the likes of the toe rags coming into the country, that sounds racist. Yeah, uh bit. they're not vetted and are causing havoc. I don't know what toe rags mean, but it definitely sounds like She's racist. I'm not racist, but these fucking toe rags. <laughs> <laughs> the unfolding scene in contrast were legitimate havoc, a corrective to a political establishment imperv- impervious to the previous protests over rising numbers of asylum seekers, said Samantha. When we do things peacefully, we get ignored. She had left her five-year-old at home without dinner in order to join the revolt. What a bitch. Yeah, seriously. She sounds like a toe rag. (laughs) Toe rag, by the way, is British slang for a despicable person. Oh, okay. All right. So it's not racist. I'm out here fighting for my country. We shouldn't have to do this. Others echoed the refrain to make Ireland safe, wreck the capital. It's not right, but it had to be done. The government is not listening, said one man in his 20s. 
a bystander rather than a looter. This isn't against foreigners. We were the first immigrants. Immigrants are driving our buses, cleaning our hospitals. We need them, but we need to. Be, but they need to be vetted. Ireland's demography has been transformed in, in recent decades as a booming economy reversed the historical flow of immigration. A fifth of the five million people now living in Ireland were born elsewhere. A recent increase in refugees from Ukraine and other countries fueled a backlash amid concerns over housing shortage and straining public services. The number housed by the state jumped from 7,500 in 2021 to 73,000 in 2022. Holy shit. In one year, they tenfold, yeah, 10 times the amount of people housed by the state. Wow. And who's paying for that? The people that right. taxes are already struggling now are having to pay taxes on all these people housed by the yeah. state. And so it's going to make them hurt even more yeah. and put them that much closer to living in one yeah. of those state-owned houses in the first place. Uh, Derek says, we just need to build Soviet-style housing for everyone. I like it. <laughs> he also says he was here first. Find your own fiery orgy. Okay. Takes two to orgy. <laughs> At least two. <clears throat> At least two to orgy. Maybe three. I don't know. I don't know what's... I don't know. Is, is, is like there a, a number? Five. Five? Five is a good orgy. Okay. I didn't say a good orgy. I just oh, said... just an orgy. Okay. Yeah. Amid the destruction on Thursday, there was some linguistic nuance with non-nationals usually preferred to foreigner and unvetted or unregulated preferred to illegal and an aversion to the label far right. Okay. Uh, there was nothing subtle about the targeting of police. Bottles, bricks, fireworks, and other missiles... Other missiles, missiles, uh, projectiles, I think is oh, what they're referring yeah. to. Rain down on officers, many of whom lacked helmets and shields. Eleven police vehicles were damaged. Journalists, too, were unwelcome and pho photographers had to conceal cameras. Um, apparently, they didn't want them photographing and stuff. Oh. Says... Uh, a man is 60, he says he's with the Guardian, says a man in his 60s holding a tricolor, shouted younger, uh, shouted. Uh, younger hooded men from formed an intimidating cluster. The worst sin was to be with the RTE, the National Broadcaster, or the Liberal Irish Times, which were accused of cheering the replacement of Irish people by new arrivals. Sounds like MSNBC. Right. Many onlookers were appalled. It's heartbreaking for Dublin for Ireland, and for Europe, said a 53-year-old postman. Uh, no, said Matthew Butler, 28. A 53-year-old postman who gave his name only as John expressed fury. Just a bunch of scumbags out to wreck Dublin City. Uh, blah, 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 blah. He says the police should have free reign to beat the shit out of him. Wow. Yeah, that guy. That guy's pissed. Yeah, He's, he's a little bit pissy. Little wreck. On Friday, Leo Varadkar... Um, the Taoshich said the writers and had shamed themselves. I think he's like one of the lead lead guys in oh, Ireland. Gotcha. I don't know what I don't know what language this is or what Taoshich means. It says I want to say to a nation that is unsettled and afraid, this is not who we are. This is not who we want to be, and this is not who we will ever be. Um, says the Garda commissioner or the police commissioner Drew Harris blamed disturbances on a lunatic hooligan faction driven by far-right ideology. So they're not ever going to be listened to. No. 
Exactly. Like you get you get the the top guys up there. The people are like, look, we just want to be fucking listened to. And you're not listening. We tried this peacefully. It didn't work. So now we're trying it a little less peacefully. And then the people are like, you're just a bunch of uh, hooligans and yeah. lunatics. And, and they're like, oh. And we asked okay. this question after the George Floyd thing. Like, when did, when does it get to a point where you have to lash out? Right. Exactly. Yeah. That was the very first episode we did was the George Floyd incident. And we're like, yeah, I did. At some point, you got to get fucking pissed. If right. you're not being heard, you got to get fucking pissed. And if that means breaking some shit, fine. Well, then Black Lives Matter went way out of the realm of what right. it should have been. It took on an agenda of its own that had nothing to do with George Floyd, right. had nothing to do with even black rights. It took on some like weird communist propaganda, like right. let's just break down the the nuclear families. Yeah. And uh, it, just, right. it just turned fucking weird and then you had uh the people at the top of black lives matter out buying million multi-million right multiple million dollar mansions yeah and laundering money and shit and it yeah. came out it's just like well you guys kind of suck yeah and you're burning down not the people responsible you're burning down your own right your own neighborhoods right yeah in the name of fighting against whitey right you're burning down your the right. black owned businesses, businesses and yeah. shit. Right. And I don't know if that's some of the shit going on. I don't know if Ireland had like outside right. antagonizers coming in the it's, same way black right. lives matter did and burning shit down. Or if they were very focused on oh, like burning down right. police stations. Yeah, or, and that's a good, you know, I don't know what the Irish or British equivalent of, of the FBI is, but maybe there are people on the ground there that are trying to fuel this. It's highly possible. Yeah. Just get them all rowdy and excitable <laughs> and have reason to impose stricter laws. So, uh, again, the, the issue is the government not listening, right? Right. So do you think the government listened now? <clears throat> no, no, because now they're, they're a bunch of hooligans. Now they're a bunch of hooligans, but they also decided Let's punish anybody that gets angry at this shit. Oh, sure. Not not just the rioters, but like anybody that like is mad about this this shit. Right. Like we're gonna punish them. <clears throat> um, let's see. This says the Irish government, this is from Modernity <laughs> News. The Irish government is reacting to the child stabbing spree by preparing a law to protest or to punish those who are angry about it. They're making a lot like anti- Hate incitement laws. So not anti-hate. So if you do a hate crime or whatever, right, you can get thrown in jail in <clears throat> some country specifically. Even here now. Yeah. But in like European countries, you can get thrown in jail for incitement of hate. So if you say something on social media right. that might seem like, hey, that could possibly get people pissed off. And like that could incite somebody else that's a hateful person to commit a hate crime. Right. Like, say I'm like, you know what? There's too many immigrants in this country. Yeah. Okay. Well, then somebody else is like, you're right. There's too many damn immigrants in this country. Let's go kill all the immigrants. Right. And <laughs> I go to jail for incitement. Even right. if they didn't do that, I can go to jail for right. incitement of yeah. hate. Yeah. But I mean, what do you think this is going to do? It's gonna piss the people off right, more. Right, because That's now, the now you're they're they're lashing out, 
And now you're taking their lash out and you're saying you can't do that or else you'll go to jail. Right. This says uh, the Irish government has reacted to the stabbing of children outside a primary school in Dublin by a man of Algerian origin by preparing new laws to punish those angry about it. Three children were injured yesterday with one five-year-old girl left fighting for her life after an Algerian migrant viciously, viciously knifed them in broad daylight. After vilifying irate citizens who staged violent protests in response to the incident, Irish Prime Minister Leo Varadkar announced new legislation to tackle hatred. So here's what he said. He's pledged to modernize laws against hatred in the coming weeks. He says, we will pass new laws in coming weeks to enable the Garde, the, the police. That's sure. police. I don't know what language they speak in Ireland. I thought it was English, but uh, it says to make better use of CCTV evidence they collected yesterday. And also we will modernize our laws against incitement to hatred and hatred in general. He said, Oh, good. Yeah. We're going to criminalize hatred. <clears throat> no. Also incitement to hatred. Yes. So if we say something that might make somebody else feel hatred, you mean like uh, everything last week or everything <laughs> that we do, period. I think it's now very obvious to anyone who might be, have doubted us that our incitement to hatred legislation is just not up to date. It's not up to date for the social media age, and we need that legislation through within a matter of weeks. Following the stabbing of children, the Irish government springs into action to clamp down on criticism of children being stabbed, commented somebody else. Um, so what do you think of that? I think it's stupid. You're just fueling the fire and, or somebody's going to run and be like, Hey, um, I'm running on the platform that we're going to ship out all the immigrants. Sound familiar, right? And right. everybody's like, yeah, you know what? Let's get the fuck on that. And then he's like, and then I'm going to get rid of that stupid law. And then right. that guy's going to take. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's going to take. It's takes. like, yeah, you know, that stupid fucking law that got you guys locked up. Yeah. yeah I, I'll get rid of that. And <laughs> I'll also kill the immigrants yeah. and people are like, well, we don't like that hate speech law. That's a little, that's pushing a little far, yeah. but we really don't like that hate speech law. So make, eh. make Ireland great again. <laughs> exactly. I mean, again, it not every, uh, not every populist politician or leader or whatever is like a spiteful, like, like fascist dictator, right. Hitler esque type person, but you're opening the door to somebody like that. Right. When you get a really pissed off populace, yeah, it's like we just whatever it is, we just want something yeah. else. And, we don't and, like this. We want yeah. something else. And, and all it takes is is being like, look, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. We're gonna look into this. We're gonna try to do right by you guys. You know, and, and that's all you got to say. And people will be like, okay, cool, right? Uh, this says I. This is Sir Doge of the Coin on Twitter says Irish children were stabbed by a foreign man in Dublin yesterday. Yet the government twists the story and used the backlash as an opportunity to pass new hate speech laws. The Irish government wants all your freedoms. Sounds familiar. It's like right. like I was saying, like you were saying, it's like, who knows? Maybe there's feds, Irish feds, if that's right. a thing, infiltrated, getting people all yeah. like, hey, the capital's that way. Let's go to the right. capital. Yeah. We're going to we're going to storm the capital yeah. like like. Yeah, Fed boys, um, Irish Fed boys, and just to like push new hate speech yeah. laws, new um, right. smash your freedoms laws. What would be great is if we had our own Patriot Bill. Right? Yeah, how do we pass our own Patriot Act? It's like you just gotta get people pissed off. Right. That's all you gotta do. You just just talk to a couple of the people here in the United States. Yeah, they're really good way. at that. Uh, talk to um, what's her name, um, 
Cheney, Liz yeah, Cheney. Right. She, she'll tell you how. So now what kind of speech do you think they're considering as incitement to violence? Like how bad does that have to be? Or how oh, mild does it have to be right. before they're like, you can't say that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I'm sure anything that goes against the narrative. Here's here's an, an example. Do you know, have you ever heard of an Irish lad by the name of Conor McGregor? Uh, yeah. You've heard of him? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, not too common yeah. here in the States, right. but he, he's kind yeah. of a big deal he, over like there. He's a rapper, right? He, he is a rapper. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, I was walking through Knoll Ridge Park. I think I was probably with you, I think. No. I think I was wearing a tank top or just a short sleeve shirt, and I've got tatted sleeves and stuff. And this this red Irish-looking beard. I'm yeah. not, I don't know if I'm Irish or not, but I got the red beard. <laughs> And this guy does a double take on me. And he's like, oh, dude, I thought you were Conor McGregor for a second. I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> Guess this, all white people do look the same. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so Conor McGregor posted this. This is what he posted during the riot time, like sure. somewhere in the middle of the riots. He said, innocent children. Okay, so this was after the police chief came out and said that they were being hooligans, just he called it a disgraceful scene and that a hooligan faction had driven or driven by far right ideologies behind the violence. So what we read in that last article. Right. So this is Conor McGregor's response to that statement by the police commissioner it says innocent children ruthlessly stabbed by a mentally deranged non-national in Dublin, Ireland today. Our chief of police had this to say on the riots in the aftermath. Drew, not good enough. There is a great, there is grave danger among us in Ireland, and that should never be here in the first place. And there has been zero action done to support the public in any way, shape, or form with this frightening fact. Not good enough. Make change or make way. Ireland for victory. God bless those attacked today, we pray. It doesn't sound too bad. He's under investigation. Of course he is. For hate and spite, uh, hate incitement. Wow. Conor McGregor, like one of the one of the very few Irish people you could possibly even name at this point. I was going to say, right, him and Bono. Yeah, I was going to say Bono. <laughs> I was actually going to say Bono's the only other one I can actually yeah. think of, of two Irish people. Um, and maybe the Lucky Charms freaking <laughs> yeah. guy. That's Lucky. about it. Conor McGregor says that, and that alone, from what, I, what I've seen, and the the feds or the yeah. whatever the police of ireland are investigating him now to see if he uh, broke even their current hate speech laws now yeah. imagine if if this breaks their current hate speech laws to the point where he's under investigation imagine how much worse it's going to get when he's like oh we we need stricter hate speech laws right because conor mcgregor comes out and he's like you know that's not good enough we need to do something about yeah. this. You're not doing you either do something or get out of the way. Right. Is is what he yeah. said. And they're like, dude, you can't say that. You're probably gonna right. go to jail now. Yeah. You're gonna go. I don't care if you're fucking Conor McGregor or the Pope, you're gonna go to jail. Well, he's like a fucking national treasure over there. He goes to jail. Could you imagine the country? The whole fucking country's gonna blow up. Do you think that these actions in any way are gonna fix a no right wing populist no. movement? No, it's going to inflame it. Case in point. Trump supporters. Yeah. It's like you demonize Trump supporters who were like 
the poster children for a populist movement and Donald yeah. Trump demonized Donald Trump poster child of Western populism yeah. and threatened him with jail. You threatened him like <clears throat> got half the country hating but them. The only reason why Trump came to power in the first place is because oh, Obama populism. was doing stuff and people would say, and they're like, Oh, you're just racist. Yeah. And then Obama would be like, Oh, you're just clinging to your God and your guns. Yep. You know? And it's like, okay, well, we want this guy then because he's listening to us. And then they're like, he's just a populist dictator right. and we should throw him all in jail and that'll fix the populist problem. Right. Then uh, did that fix the populism problem? Uh, no. Or are these people more pissed off now? Right. And even I'm to the point where I'm scared of the Trump people in the 2024 election because it's going to be fucking crazy because yeah. they made them fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I... I I don't know how to fix populism. I don't know that you should fix. Maybe again, instead, stop for a second and be like, "Just listen." What? What? Like what? What's? What are you so mad about? Oh, uh, the food problem. Well, let, let's maybe throw some money at the food or the housing issues oh, yeah. instead of like throwing money at more people coming in. I get that there's other countries that have an issue and we have to take care of. Blah blah blah. But let's start here. Let, let's right. well, uh, at least pretend like you're addressing the issue. But isn't that in itself like an authoritative leader, like saying, no, we're going to do it this way because I said so. Yeah, pretty much. Right. You're like, wrong. You you're don't just know. right wing populist. Yeah, you, you don't, don't know fuck anything. yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just pretty much it. Yeah. All the leader. That's like Gavin Newsom style leadership. Right. There. Yeah. Right. Um, We got a shift. So we're already at an hour. We got a shift. Let's shift to the Netherlands. We're shifting. Let's get out of. What do you think so far? What do you think of the riots, though? You think they're legit? Do you think? I think that, I mean, I don't know everything that's been going on in Ireland the last, you know, year or so. But I mean, I would say it's probably legit if it's anywhere close to where the rest of Europe is and where I feel like we're going to be sure. here shortly. Now, I don't know. Do you do you think it's there's a potential that it's manufactured like fed fed boy manufactured it's possible i mean to or see, to see the, i can't imagine the, the, the Tauchi or whatever his name is to go that extreme right away right the Tauchi. like what <laughs> language do they speak in <laughs> ireland I, I don't know i don't know ireland as well as i thought so let's let's talk about uh the netherlands uh, the happiest place on earth yes in a political shift to the far right Anti-Islam populist Geert Wilders wins big in Dutch elections. Geert. Geert Wilders. Wilders? Wilders. Wilders. So this is from AP. It says, uh, anti-Islam populist Geert. They're going to title him that. He might have said, like, one thing. Yeah, right. He might have said, like, man, I really hated that Libyan store down the street. <laughs> yeah. And now he's pegged as anti-Islam yes. populist Geert Wilders. Uh, said on Thursday he's ready to join the next Dutch coalition government after he surged to a huge election victory that marked a stunning lurch to the far right for a national once famed or a nation once famed as a beacon of tolerance. Uh, the result is sending shockwaves through Europe where extremist nationalist ideology is putting pressure on democracies that now face the possibility of having to deal with the first far right prime minister of the Netherlands. It's going to happen that the PVV or the, the Freedom Party pretty much is, um, is in the next cabinet, Wilder said. With nearly all votes counted, Wilder's party was forecast to win 37 seats in a 150-seat lower house of parliament, more than double the 17 the party secured last election. 
Wilder's got a standing ovation, cake, and sparkling wine when he met his lawmakers at the parliament cake? building. Yeah, he got Why a don't fucking do that cake. Here? Seriously, more people would run for office. It's true. Can you imagine it? 37 seats, he said to a ch uh, to cheers. Other political parties were holding separate meetings to discuss the election's outcome before what is likely to be an arduous process of forming a new governing coalition that begins Friday. Wilder's election program included calls for a referendum on the Netherlands leaving the EU, a total halt to accepting asylum seekers, and migrant pushbacks at Dutch borders. Interesting. It also advocates for the de-Islamization of the Netherlands. He says he wants no mosques or Islamic schools in the country, although he has been milder about Islam during his election campaign than in the past. One of the most prominent Muslim organiza organizations in the Netherlands said it had received emails expressing support since the election results. Um, so he's kind of... He's kind of toned it down, but right. apparently in the past, he's like, let's get all the mosques out of the Netherlands. Well, he, he had to. Obviously, to win election. He says, uh, Mr. Wilders said he will become prime minister of all Dutch people, regardless of religion, sex, or color. The Netherlands is a state governed by the rule of law, and we trust that it is a tolerant country. That's coming from Wilders. So okay. they keep calling him anti-Islam, but... Right. He says he's toned it down. But so who he knows? probably tweeted a couple things in the past. Yeah, probably. Although known for his harsh rhetoric, Wilders began courting other conservatives and centrist parties by saying a, in a victory speech that whatever policies he pushes will be within the law and constitution. His victory appeared based on his campaign to curtail migration, the issue that caused the last government co coalition to quit in July and to tackle problems including the Netherlands' cost of living crisis and housing shortages. Yep. So here, the <clears> Netherlands, <throat> biggest problems, migration, housing shortages, and cost of living. We seeing a common denominator here, why yep. people get pissed off, why people <coughs> may decide, you know, we want something a little different. Right. You know what's the great thing about the Netherlands, which I think is terrific, because they, they said the Dutch government collapsed yeah, or left. quit they quit in July. They're like, fuck this shit. <clears throat> Run your own damn so, so this is why they collapsed. It says the collapse, this is from Reuters. It says the crisis was triggered by a push by Prime Minister Mark Root's conservative VVD party to limit the flow of asylum seekers to the Netherlands, which two of his four party government coalitions refused to support. Um, it's no secret that the coalition partners have differing opinions about immigration policy. Today, we unfortunately have to conclude that those differences have become insurmountable. Therefore, I tender the resignation of the entire cabinet to the king. So these people in the Netherlands, they have like multiple parties in the parliament or whatever, their Senate, whatever they call it, parliament. And they go back and forth and like, we need to come to conclusion on this and when they deadlock they're like we're deadlocked instead of being in office for the next 50 fucking years deadlocked over everything they're like we're deadlocked i guess we go home and you get a new government and they try to yeah. see if they can figure it out does that not sound fucking genius i, think I would think that. if you wanted to be a career politician you do more work yeah to get shit done because yeah. they're like you know uh, we couldn't come to any sort of resolution this month, so um, we're just dissolving the government. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> fucking fantastic. Yeah. That is beautiful. 
I, I don't know anything else about the Netherlands, but I can stand by this right yeah. here. And then when they couldn't come to a conclusion and they dissolve the government, the people kind of get to vote on, hey, what do we want our new government to be? This party, this party, right. this party. And this uber far-right, anti-Muslim, extremist, populist government's like, we think we can do it different. We hear your concerns. And they're like, let's try them. It, I mean, we've tried liberal governments for the last forever. Because right. they said this is the first conservative. Like, yeah. Conservative, like right, far-right government right. or parliament that's far ever right. ever existed in the Netherlands. Yeah. So it's like, we've done this this way. It's not working. We'll give you a shot. Yeah. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? They deadlock again, and they got to send them all home again, right. and they start all over again. I it just it just sounds so perfect in my opinion. Yeah. Because it's it's clearly a government that has to compromise, even if he is super far right, super anti uh, Muslim, anti uh, immigrant. You still have all the other houses there. Even though the, the funny thing is, several of the other. Um, parties were like we're not going to be part of a government that he's part of right. it's like you realize what you're doing yeah, by right, doing yeah. that yeah is by giving him all the power yeah, because right. like his own party is <clears throat> the only party that sticks around yeah it's like, and okay then yeah and then this is ours <laughs> it, it's like well anybody uh disagree no no i guess no one else no? is around all right i guess it passes yeah. i don't know if that's how it works there but in my mind that seems like how it, it works should, it's yes. like you'd think You'd stick around and be like, right. well, he has no power if we don't agree right. with him. Exactly. He'd just get sent home in July exactly. like the last guy did. Yeah. But instead of just give it up. Yeah, instead, it's almost like they're like, we just want him to burn it to the ground so they can see how bad this far-right yeah, right, ideology yeah. is. And then we'll come in and pick up all the pieces. And that would not surprise me. No, that's just what it, it uh, seems like a lot of this ends up being. It's just like, that's so bad. Just see how it plays out. <laughs> and then... And then when things are really shitty, we can just point the finger at them. Yeah. And they won't point the finger at us. See? Yeah. It's like, we're we're not going to be part of the, we're not going to help fix this problem. I mean, that's how American politics are. It's like, like, well, these guys, they're a big ass problem. And we're not going to do any, we're not going to compromise in the middle at all because they are right and we are left, and we cannot be seen as compromising with right. Yeah. Instead of fixing the problem, it's just like, no, we're not going to do anything. And so they got to work something around where it's like, well, we're just going to do our own thing here. It's just like, see that? Yeah, they're, they're, they're just going around us. They're just non-democracy, uh, fascism, and whatever the fuck they say. Instead of, it's like, you know, these people have problems. It's... <laughs> Maybe instead of waiting for the far-right extremists to swoop in and pick up the pieces and say, we have a solution to a problem, maybe we should maybe we should come up with solutions right. to problems. Yeah. Right. Maybe people will stop calling for our heads on platters <laughs> and burning effigies of us in the streets. Right. But that's a that's a that's a populism problem. That's because yeah. they're far-right extremists, not because we're causing problems that's right making this breeding extremism yeah. so i i don't know i don't have i mean you remember the last time the netherlands was in the news yeah with the farmers the farmers yeah they were pissed off because the 
freaking climate czars were like, you know, yeah. you can't have as many cows and you right. need to sell your land or we're going to make you only have like use like so many much of your land at right. a time. And the farmers were pissed, oh, obviously. Yeah. And the farmers are part of this whole clash with. Uh, yeah, don't piss off farmers. Yeah, don't piss off the farmers. And then there's, again, the shorting, the housing shortage. Yeah. There's the uh, immigration problem. And it all yeah. just compiles to. We don't we don't want this. We want something different. Offer it. Can you just give us something different? And they're like, well, best we can do is the same thing we've been doing for 50 years. Right. It's like, yeah. Do we have any other options? Like, no, no, not really. That's the one thing about Ireland that I forgot to mention was Ireland doesn't have a right wing party at all. Huh. And so when certain people don't like the left wing politics they got nowhere to go to except for torches and right. pitchforks so populism kind of manifests in different ways like yeah. i was saying like sometimes people aren't going to wait for the the fascist dictator or whatever the the anti-muslim extremist to come in and be like i'll fix your problems sometimes they're like well, there's nobody here, so I guess we'll just pick up our pitchforks and yeah, torches right. and burn just, some cars. Let's just burn shit down. Do you think yeah. that makes people listen, though? No. Or no. do they just... Uh, that's why, like, the media, all you see across the media, it's like, just this far-right extreme, like, populist wave sweeping across Europe, but we just don't... I mean, it's got... It stemmed from Donald Trump, and it's just right. cancer, it's this racism, and it's it's like, our people are just just pissed off yeah, and yeah. you won't do a goddamn thing about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's about time for a break. I do want to shift to Argentina because I, I want to spend some time on that fellow more yes. than this guy here yeah. in the Netherlands because more interesting. Uh, first libertarian leader of a country in the world ever. Yes. And, and he's about what you would think. <laughs> and he's a tantric sex coach. Yes. And yes. a dog cloner. Yes. And it yes. is his dogs an are, economist. <laughs> yes, cloned after Conan. Yes, barbarian. So this this is an interesting dude. <clears throat> I don't I don't know what my thoughts are on him, but again, it's like, can it really get much fucking worse? But his political policies sound amazing. <laughs> I mean, it can't be bad when uh your inflation sitting at like 114%. Ours is sitting at like yeah. 3% right now. We're like, right. man, this inflation fucking sucks. Right. Could yeah. you imagine 114% yeah. 142%. inflation? 142%. E yeah. Even better. Yeah. So, it's like, well, uh, well, we've got these people that have been doing this, and they keep telling us just just go with it. It's going to yeah. work, but I keep watching. What was the term they gave inflation um, here? No, uh, stagnation? Yeah, what? No, what they call it. It was just like, Temporary. It was like temporary oh, or whatever. Yes, yeah, whatever they call it. It's right. just it's just temporary. It hits yeah. 142. It's just temporary, guys. Yeah, just, right, right. just hang in there. Hang and in it there. Just keeps going up. And then you the got this guy, and you're like, that guy's really fucking nuts. But he may he, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if he makes sense. It's something different. I'm more it's worth a shot at this point. Yeah. But I, I do have my questions about this guy because of certain economic policies. Um We'll get into that in the second part of the show. So we're going to take two or three minutes, uh, get yourself something to drink, and come back. We'll talk about this uh, this 
Argentina libertarian. I didn't even know there was libertarians in Argentina, but apparently there is. Uh, We're going to come back and talk about this guy uh, when we come back. We'll be right back. Take a moment and remember the feeling. When they called you not essential. When they dictated what you could do, where you could go, how you could breathe. It's disgusting, isn't it? And they're trying to do it again. We've seen what happens when the people lose control. When politicians and unelected bureaucrats make the big decisions on our behalf, whether we like them or not. When the choices are taken away from us one by one. We've seen what happens when they strip away medical freedom. When they trample on informed consent. When they dismiss our cries of justice. They laughed at us. They called us names. Rest in peace, Wheezy. F*** them, f*** their freedom. I want my freedom to live. And they shamed us for not going along with their every demand. Enough already. It's time to hold these tyrants accountable. In the midst of them trying to do it again, this wasn't a public health measure. This was an act of war against a peaceful people. But a reckoning is coming, and we're leading the charge. This campaign is for all of us. I'm asking you to join this movement that's for every single person who felt the crushing weight of mandates, the sting of being called unessential, the pain of having your liberty stripped away. I'm Joshua Smith, and I'm running because you are essential, and because our freedoms are non-negotiable. Not last time, not this time, not ever again. I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. We faced the challenges. We felt the pain, but we're not defeated. Together, we have the power to create a brighter future, one where liberty thrives and tyranny dies. I endorse prosecuting the COVID tyrants and using Guantanamo Bay to lock them away for their crimes against humanity. In the face of all of this happening again, where they think we're stupid enough to fall for it, in 2024, a vote for me is a vote for vengeance. Go to joshuasmith2024.com to find out how you can help. back what do you think of this populist movement so far that's bound to happen my opinion is good yeah i agree you gotta you gotta flip shit over every so yeah i mean i'm all about watching a a ship burn down i don't care who burns down just burn it the fuck down especially you know if it's gonna throw a wrench in anything wef right well exactly and that's like how many uh monkey wrenches need thrown in the mix before the wef's like this isn't working like maybe well, we should come to a new approach can't even find that kid's book that you uh, had on the show that one time they probably just like oh that's yeah that's probably gone what was that like the kids rendition of the 2020 agenda or something yeah, yeah i don't yeah, remember yeah. 20 2030 20, agenda yeah i think they had to push it back i think it was the 2024 agenda or something originally. Yeah, I, I don't know i, I don't, I don't know either. Um, 
I don't know if it's smart to piss off the Irish people. That's that's the one. I would not. In my that, opinion, it's yeah. like they all just like look outside and see something fucking burning. Yeah. Out out of the pub windows. Uh, like fuck it, let's do this. Yeah. Right. Right. It's about like, bloody time. Yeah. So like, I don't even know what we're mad about, but shit's getting burned, and just it's just a normal night in Dublin, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean. We all went. You went to the Dropkick Murphys concert. Uh, I fuck yeah. I could see just random burnings for no reason. Um, Josh Smith is a populist. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> He's one and of the good, good ones. He's right? one of the good ones. Yes. Yeah, I don't think. Like again, they make it sound so bad. Like it's such a demonized word. It's oh, yeah. like this populist guys. Right. What's this guy doing listening to people's yeah, grievances? What, what kind of politician is this? How, right? how dare he? How dare he listen to their he's he's a right wing yeah. freaking extremist populist guy. Because I mean, we all know that listening to the people, that's not how democracy right. works. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a threat to democracy by yeah, listening right. to the people. You gotta tell them what they need. Biggest threat to democracy right now is the people. Yeah, fuck them. I'm waiting for that to come out. Like I am too. General Milley, head of the Pentagon or whatever, whatever Secretary of Defense has issued a statement declaring that the largest threat to democracy is people. It's coming. Democracy would be so great. If it wasn't for all, all these fucking people. people. I know. They keep throwing a wrench in our democracy. Yeah. How dare them? So let's move to Argentina. Yes. Now I, I saw a lot of people on Twitter like praising this this guy, this Javier yeah. Millet. Millet. I'll go with Millet. 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 Javier. Because he is, as I said, supposedly the first libertarian world leader, like head of state. I never would have suspected a libertarian ever doing anything in South America. No, I didn't even know that. Like I said, I didn't know they had yeah. liberty. They're all like hard yeah. left in oh, South, yeah. most of South America. And most of them are like, like I said, 140 some percent right. inflation rates. Oh, corrupt that, as fuck. Yeah. Corrupt as hell. Their, their money is like worthless. Yeah. It's like so worth if nothing. this guy, I'm, I'm guessing about two, three years, we'll hear about public executions and, and, no reporters and everybody's part of his dog or something. Oh, obviously. <laughs> uh, Javier Mille crushes Argentine left and becomes the world's first libertarian head of state. Again, people, libertarians in my Twitter circles, um, yes. they were like, oh, this is great. This is a great start. Start, right. Got to start somewhere. I guess right. why not Argentina? Argentina? Right. That's where the Nazis went. Trump-like Javier Mille won 56% of the vote. Now, the reason they call him Trump-like, the only thing that I see, besides the fact that he's fucking crazy and he has stupid hair, is that he actually went on the ran on the slogan, Make Argentina Great Again. MAGA. MAGA. I mean, again, he, he, could again. Reuse, he could reuse Donald Trump's hats. Yes, he probably and does. Shirts. He probably does. He doesn't even have to, like, change the letters. It says, Trump-like Javier Millet won 56% of the vote in 20 of 23 Argentine provinces in a decisive win over economy minister sergio massa uh and it says how can the current economy minister of a nation with 140 percent inflation oh, shit 140 percent inflation and 40 percent living below the poverty line win a presidential election it turns out he can't at least not in argentina well 
first of all, your name, your job is to make this not happen. 140% inflation. You're the economy minister. You are the head of the fucking economy. This is like, I could see if you came in as like, I don't know, the minister of education or something like that. And you're like, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, people are in school. What do you want? Uh, But uh, this inflation sucks. Now, what platform does this guy run on when like the primary concern of your country is inflation's at 140%. And you come and you're like, you know what? I can fix this. Yeah. So what the fuck have you been doing? Get rich as fuck. Yeah, what what have you been? Uh, you're the economy minister, yeah. and now you're saying, "Well, as president, I can fix this." Yeah, but right. as the my primary guy. job, yeah, right. I couldn't do shit. Yeah, libertarian outsider, congressman, and economist Javier Millet of the Liberty Advances Party won a decisive victory tonight over the establishment's center-left candidate, the. Uh, Peronista Sergio Massa calling on the country to adopt serious reforms. Uh, addressing supporters, Mille said, the situation in Argentina is critical. No shit. Yeah. The changes that our country needs are drastic. There is no room for gradualism. There's no room for lukewarmness. There's no room for half measures. Directly talking on the nation's establishment, he charged, today the impoverishing model of the omnipresent state ends which only benefits some while the majority of Argentines suffer. Today, the idea that the state resources are loot to be shared between politicians and their friends ends. So here's this guy. Like, like you said, he has fluffy yeah. hair. Actually, it, better hair than Donald it is Trump. better. And that's his sister. That's his sister? That's his sister. They're really close. Yes. Weird. Apparently, the only thing he loves in his world is his dog that died that he cloned everything from and second to that is his sister oh they're doing it they're definitely doing that it. that was my first thought too recognizing the grand challenge ahead mele called on the people of argentina to join him but explicitly within the context of the rule of law in short whenever you want to join the change that argentina needs you will be welcome we know that there are people who are going to resist we know there are people who want to maintain the system. I want to say the following to all of them. Within the law, everything. Outside the law, nothing. There is no place in the new Argentina for violence or lawbreaking. Now, this guy claims to be an anarcho-capitalist, but yes. he's like, everything must be done within the law. law and order, yeah. and I'm an anarcho-capitalist. It's like you're not you're you're not making yes. any sense. I, I first of all, these words mean what you think. They yeah, mean. what what law? <laughs> Um, with 99.3% of the votes counted, Mille stood at 55.7 versus the 44.3 for Massa. What idiots were voting for Massa? I don't know. The guys that were probably scared of, of the sex this guy, tantric sex guy. Yeah. Well, Massa won the vote rich province of Buenos Aires by a little over 1%. So big city, big, like capital yeah, city. Right. The people that are probably making money, making yeah. bank off of That's, it. Yes. Mille won the city proper of Buenos Aires and then crushed Massa in the vote-rich northern province of Cordoba, Santa Fe, and Mendoza. Mille enjoyed a slight lead in the polls leading into the final weeks of the election, but political analysts noted Mille had significantly underperformed in the first round of elections last month. While expected to win, Mille only won 30% of the vote in the first round to Massey's nearly 37%. Former Senator Right, Security Minister Patricia Bullrich placed third with 24% of the vote. 
Thus, Millet's critical mission was to consolidate the support of the first-round Bullrich voters. Uh, polls showed he was likely to win 70 to 75% of Bullrich's voters or supporters, while splitting backers of fourth place, Cordoba Governor Juan Shiriati, Shiriati, uh, 50-50 with Massa. Anger over rampant inflation, par poverty, insecurity, and corruption within the ranks of the Peronist Party clearly trumped the institutional advantage of Massa, who counted on vast state resources and the enormous and powerful Peronist political machine machinery to mobilize masses of supporters. That includes an enormous number of union unionized workers in both the public and private sectors who tend to lean left. Indeed, 40% of Argentinian workers are unionized compared to only 11% in the United States. That's a lot. How's that That's working for them? Yeah, right. Is it, is yeah. it benefiting them? Well, obviously, 142% inflation. To his credit, Massa was quick and gracious in defeat as he addressed dejected supporters gathered in the northern Buenos Aires neighborhood of Chacarita at whatever that name is. He made it clear that Mille would now be responsible for the nation's economic problems. You know that thing I fucked up? Yeah, That's on him it's now. It's on you now. I'm it's on my him now. private plane yes. to Dubai. Mille supporters gathered in front of the Hotel Libertador, Libertador just blocks from that other street in the city's trademark obelisco where thousands packed the avenida cordoba singing songs denouncing the country's political class in general and current vice president christina kirchner in particular particular the hapless current president alberto fernandez has been nowhere to be seen for months and He's has dead. been widely suspected that massa is the one who has really been making major economic and political decisions over the course of the year <clears throat> so their their current president's like this sucks. I'm out. Yeah, right. There's nothing I can do for this shit. It's like, where's our president? We don't know. Dead. <laughs> you think Coked so out. many no calls, no shows as president right. would get you automatically just fired? Not in Argentina. Apparently not. Probably not here either. That's true. Look what Biden's been doing. At 76% turnout, voting was robust, robust and steady throughout the day. Blah, blah, blah. Tonight, the Argentinian electorate addressed a fundamental question is it better to go with the devil you know or the devil you don't despite concerns over Mille's temperament his lack of experience in government and his penchant for trump-like outbursts the nation's 45 million people have spoken clearly in favor of the latter option he has been a true showman on the campaign trail famously portraying himself as a lion who will courageously stand up to the nation useless and parasitic political class while using a chainsaw as a frequent prop to express his disdain for which what he alleges to be excessive government spending. So this guy carries a chainsaw as a prop to his remind you of Scarface. Uh, I fucking love it. <laughs> I love it. He proved adept as sparking interest in Argentina's young people who widely backed him as well as using social media and interviews to drive the narrative. Massa relied more on traditional print media. <laughs> It's 2023. He's like, you know, I can win this election with newspapers. A with my economic <laughs> know-how. Know-how. <laughs> and B with print media. <laughs> it's worked for years. Yeah. Right. Why wouldn't it work this time? 
What a boomer. With war unfolding in Israel, Mile also proved popular with the nation's largest Jewish community, the largest in Latin America, and appeared at several campaign events waving the Israeli flag. He's definitely not libertarian. Uh, He has pledged that under his tenure, Argentina's two key allies will be the United States and Israel. He is not a libertarian. (laughs) I'm just going to throw this out here. No, he's not. I mean, I know there's a bunch of libertarians out there like that say that call everybody not a true libertarian. I'm not one of those that will call anybody not a true libertarian because there's apparently no such thing as a true libertarian. I'm not one of those asshole libertarians. I'm, right. But I will say, without a shadow of a doubt, this guy is not a libertarian. No. This guy's like, you know what? I support like the people and liberty and like just property rights and this and that. And we're going to ally with Israel and the United States and, and libertarian core values. It's like, wait, but we back up, back up. <laughs> yeah, what, right. Did you just say yeah. with Israel and, and the, United the United States, States as your key allies? Yeah. Okay. Uh, says he also benefited from the quick and enthusiastic backing of Bullrich as well as a former center-right president, Mauricio Macri, who both have long butted heads with a Peronist political class as well. The road ahead for Mille and his allies will not be easy. The Liberty Advances Party has only a small block in each House of Congress, while the Peronist Party is the largest group in each chamber. Thus, he will have to work with the Peronist and center-right Macri-Bullrich contingent in order to move policy objectives forward. He will certainly not be dollarize. He will certainly not be dollarizing the economy or ending the Argentine central bank overnight. So those are his, that's his vision. Uh, they, they just threw it out there in one sentence. Um, he yeah. wants to, and this was the first thing I seen. I'd seen this article where he's like, "I'm going to absolutely shut down the central bank, non-negotiable." I'm like, "Good on him, fucking libertarian. This yeah. guy's great. This guy's fantastic." And right. he's like, "And." I'm going to turn our currency to the U.S. dollar. And you're like, it's like, but you realize they're a central bank, but not even your own country's central bank. Exactly. So you're being ran by somebody else's central bank now. Which is even worse than your own central bank. Yeah. Uh, Derek Ambrose says, Argentina's libertarian dude wants to tie their currency to the U.S. dollar. He's definitely a CIA plant. I I mean, I'm going to have to say, agree with you there. It's going to have to work. Tony Morell is here. Says, happy to see hey, Break the Tony. Bell made it to another week. Tony, we're, we're here in another week. So far. So far. We'll see. Now, there's nothing more libertarian. I don't know a single libertarian that doesn't want to somehow tie everything to the U.S. Central Bank. Right. Yeah, the Federal Reserve. I mean, that's a, that's a libertarian mantra right. is um, join the Federal Reserve, right. exactly. isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's no bigger pinnacle of libertarian values than the Federal Bank. The Federal Reserve is obviously at the center of yes. libertarian values. So this Argentinian guy is like, you know, what would make me the most libertarian is if I ended the Fed <laughs> of my country, of my country, and joined the Fed of join the super fed yeah right united super states fed. federal currency yeah i mean it doesn't get better than that now i understand their 
money is 140 some percent inflation rate and the u.s dollar is at three percent inflation rate and he's like three percent looks a lot better than 140 some percent but what does that help for you there like now you have zero control over do you think the united states is going to sit back and be like you know like the federal reserve's like you know we're just going to influence policy and we know uh, if, if we if we do this policy influencing this this money influencing whatever freaking witchcraft they do to the money how is that going to affect Argentina? Is that going to hurt Argentina? Because we probably shouldn't do that if that's going to hurt Argentina. You think they're going to ever no. take that into no. consideration? It's like, you know, Argentina is kind of tied to us too. So we really should yeah. reflect our policies um, to benefit Argentina as no. well. No. No. They don't really do that for their and, own and, fucking and country. As we say here and talk this, I'm thinking that uh, somewhere Victoria Newland was sitting in a limo saying, <laughs> fuck latin america we're gonna put this guy in his i've got the perfect guy <laughs> yep i got the and guy. we're gonna call him a libertarian <clears throat> yeah and then all the people here that that go against all our policies they're gonna be like oh that guy's great and yeah. then we're gonna pull the all the libertarians yeah. over to the dark side through argentina and president yeah. Millet. yes i don't know yeah it's... I, now this doesn't say a lot about the central bank stuff, but this is a real quick article in in Reuters says uh, Argentina's president elect Javier Milei said on Friday that the closure of the country's central bank, a signature campaign pledge was non-negotiable matter. Now, was this campaign pledge also to shift it to another central bank? Um, because if he would, let's say. I don't know. Josh Smith is like, we're going to, we're going to end the fed. And we're like, yeah, I'm going to fucking vote right. for you just to end the fed. And then as soon as he elected, he's like, I'm going to end the fed. Just like I said, I'm going to shift us to China's central <laughs> currency. Yeah, right. I'd be a little upset about a that. Little bit, a little, a little bit. bit upset. Yeah. I don't think Josh Smith's going to do that. <laughs> you might want to ask, but I should probably ask <laughs> to make sure. Uh, the comments in response to what he called false rumors come as the outsider um, libertarian economist races to put together his team ahead of taking office on December 10th, with some signs that he is picking a more moderate candidate or cabinet than expected. Argentina's Social Security Administration, a key institution, gives Millet's pledge to slash state spending and subsidies, will be led by economist Osvaldo Giordano from the key central Cordoba region. Uh, that makes a shift from a previous plan that Millet would appoint a close ally to lead the administration. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care about who he points. I don't know these people. Mele faces major hurdles to implement his more radical reform plans, which includes dollarizing the economy, shutting the central bank, and privatizing state companies like the YPF, which will take time if they can be done at all. His libertarian coalition has a number of seats in Congress and no prov provincial uh, governors. Mele also has to juggle demands from the more mainstream conservative bloc whose ba uh, public backing was key to him winning the runoff election last week. And that's all it says. It says well, he's closing the central uh, bank and he's dollarizing. And there was an economy. article in there that talked about he was going to close down like 90% of the government, uh, different government yeah. departments. And I'm fine with that too. Well, that's the other thing. It's like, then on the other hand, people are like, you see all these articles that he's like, far right, far right extremist, far right libertarian is right. what they call It's like, I don't think, you're using that, like, you keep using that word. I don't think it means what <laughs> right. you think it means. Now, the only far-right stuff that I see 
because they'll 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 say stuff like I can't remember the article I was reading. I think it was NPR or something. It's like it's far right. He's like like the big most far right thing is he's very anti-abortion. Like yeah, extreme. Like yeah. no abortions allowed anywhere. Yeah, um, even in the case of rape. Right. And he no called abortion. the he called Zero. the Pope a fucking communist. Well, well, there's that too. But you don't have to be far right to call the Pope a fucking no, no, communist, no. especially when the Pope uh-huh. is a fucking communist. Right. Um, but in a, a probably a, a very Catholic country. Yeah, maybe. I think that's maybe a little. Uh, so the other things that they point out was he's going to, he's going to end the ministry, like the ministry of women right. or whatever, and end the ministry of gender equality. And right. they left it at that. Right. They're like, he's ending all these things because he's far right. What they didn't point out was he's also ending a lot more than that. He's ending the ministry of transport, health and culture, education, public works, He's like ending all of them. He's slashing yeah. all of them. And I guess <clears throat> if, I mean, that alone, I'm just like, yeah, this guy is right. kind of cool. libertarian. Right. That's, that's But what, what's he replacing them with exactly. is what I want to know. Because exactly. he also said he was ending the Fed and then said, we're going to go with the, yeah. the the U.S. dollar. Yeah. You didn't end the Fed there, buddy. I, you, I'm waiting for him to be like, I want you to meet my new friends, the Clintons. They're going to yeah. help us. Yeah, they're going to help <laughs> us uh, li- become libertarians here. Yeah. And uh, my... My, uh, he's been like an uncle to me, Klaus Schwab over here. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't like yeah. this guy's got to be a plant of some sort. Right, right, right. Yeah. I don't know what he is. But if he, I mean, slashing all those government agencies is, that's a, that's that, a big deal. I mean, that's that what Josh Smith ran on. He's like, get rid. I mean, this yeah. guy came out with like, had a whiteboard and he had all these um labels stuck on it with all these different ministries or like departments or whatever and he's just like ripping them off he's like gone uh ministry of uh public education gone yeah uh ministry of women's of women gone (laughs) it's just like it's like this guy yeah i mean he at least knows how to politic i guess right because that would that would be enough for me to be like i'm probably gonna vote for this guy but then when he comes out it's like and we're gonna join the u.s with the first of all how does that work yeah, like don't right. you have to have dollars yeah, yeah in order to like go on the dollar standard like where these guys owe the imf billions oh, billions yeah. of dollars they're in so much fucking debt to oh, their we'll, fucking we'll, eyeballs <clears throat> we will we'll buy their debt and then we'll donate the we'll or we'll give him money so he can get the economy started. so basically it's like we're ending all these government institutions <clears throat> because we're going to owe the United States. We're going to be the, the, the 51st state of the United right, States. Right, yeah. And then we're just going to fall under yes. their Department of yeah, Justice, Department yes. of Education. We're going to be the next stuff. Puerto Rico. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And um, I mean, that's all I could see this going. The, the only way this works for him in Argentina to work the way he's saying it is to go into loads of fucking debt and his whole country be owned by somebody right. and it sounds like he's a, he's going for the united states not china right, like right. africa goes for china right. argentina goes for yeah united i, I states. think uh was it bolivia is in the with iran and uh china i don't even know i can't yeah, keep track of, of them up there are maybe <clears throat> yeah so i mean this guy's different though i mean let me let me find this article he is different this rolling stones article not only is he far right and a libertarian and probably a u.s puppet and whatever i don't know i i can't pin him down yeah um rolling stone says 
uh, this new Trumpy, Argentina's Trumpy new president. It's he's into tantric sex and dog cloning, which I never thought I'd hear both of those in, in one sentence. Yeah, I, I Does he do I'd them at the same time? I would separate that. Same time, like while I don't know. Hopefully, it lets me read it because it was trying to make me subscribe earlier. But it says leftist hating libertarian. Javier Millet won the nation's presidency in a runoff election. The former American president is not or is a big fan. So Trump likes the dude, apparently. So he's an anarcho-capitalist libertarian most of the time. It doesn't sound like most of the time. It right. sounds like he just is titling it that. Uh, Derek says, better than tantric dog sex. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I agree with that. Uh, basically, Melee wants much, much, much smaller government charged only with the maintenance of justice and state security. In a viral video, Melee was filmed ripping tags from the names, blah, blah, blah. We, we saw that. It talks about the education, which he calls indoctrination, which it is, uh, culture, environment, sustainable development, women, gender and diversity, public works, science, technology and innovation, transportation, health and social development, to name a few. Now, when lefty sites like npr is like this guy's far right he's getting rid of the ministry of women and gender diversity and they leave all the rest of that shit out I know, right all the other important stuff is that is that maybe like a little misleading a reporting little there yeah let's keep going says they're all out as he puts it even if they resist um i'm not going to try to watch the video because it'll probably Locked freeze up. everything as libertarian, Millet supports the legalization of sex work, increased civilian access to guns, and the decriminalization of drugs. He also stated that he's largely indifferent to same-sex marriage and issues of gender expression. However, his commitment to personal freedoms has been described as inconsistent when compared to his ultra-conservative views on abortion, which he opposes in virtually all circumstances, including instances of rape. Earlier this year, he proposed Argentina hold a referendum to overturn the law that established the right to abortion in 2020. Next fact about him, he's a tantric sex guru. Mille's journey into politics began largely through appearances on various Argentinian TV channels. In one interview, he revealed that he was not only a libertarian in economic sense, but also in his personal life. Um, let's see. So it says, yes, yes, yes. He responds when asked if he supported open relationships and non-monogamy, adding that in his view, relationships should operate, operate under the same principles of competition as the free market. <laughs> I don't like monopolies, he said. <laughs> All right. that's. I guess that's as libertarian as it comes. It's like, you know, if you want me to love you more, you need to com compete more in the free market of my love what do you got <laughs> in another interview he spoke openly about having a threesome and previously working as a tantric sex coach at one point he revealed that through his tan tantra practice he was able to hold off ejaculation for up to three months <laughs> what the hell is wrong with this guy is, is that something to be proud of i know three months like why yeah exactly Interestingly enough, he considered a comprehensive sex education to be a form of socialist indoctrination by the left. All right, here's the dog part. He cloned his dead dog and consults the clones for political advice. Oh, my. <laughs> Millet considered his now deceased English Mastiff Conan, named after Conan the bar <laughs> Barbarian, his child, so much so that he had him cloned. 
Milo now owns four of those clone Mastiffs, one named after the original Conan and the others after famous conservative economists or economists. He considered the clones his grandchildren. In his view, cloning is a way to approach eternity. Wow, dude. That's kind of scary. You're scaring me very much. Uh, it says... The president-elect dedicated his victory on Sunday to his fur babies, but it's not the first time Conan and his progeny have been referenced as an integral part of his campaign. Mele revealed earlier this year that he communicates with his four-legged children via a mystic and that each dog serves a distinctive advisory role. Hey, it can't be worse than the Joint Chief of What kind staff? of drugs is this guy on? Mele also indicates that through his medium, he has, has been able to communicate with uh, famous something. I lost it. Uh, I lost it. Oh, communicate with famous economists Murray Rothbard and Ayn Rand. He's even claimed to have communicated with God, who convinced him to launch a career in politics. He supports the sale of human organs and maybe kids. <laughs> Free market-loving Melee has indicated his support for private sale of human organs. In June of last year, he stated he would legalize the sale of organs, which is currently illegal in Argentina. If you have your daughter about to die, you need to pay for medical intervention. If someone wants to buy your kidney and you could sell it to them, the solution is very painful. You are giving up an organ, and if also add state regulation, it's worse. I'm talking about social cooperation and voluntary exchange. It's the decision of individuals. I... Part of me does not have a problem with that. It's like, that bother me. dude, I've got a kidney. You've got 20 grand. You want to live. Right. Now, I would have a problem if someone decides they want to get 20 grand after taking my own, my kidney. Well, that's me. what it says. Talking about social cooperation and voluntary exchange. Right. It's not talking about organ harvesting. Right. And that's where they go with this. They're like, well, there's already uh, like organ harvesting and like black market organ shit is like a, already a big problem in this world. Yeah. It's like you could say exactly what we say about like. Drugs. violent drug yeah like trafficking if you legalize it it wouldn't be so violent anymore because people could just get in anywhere it's like yeah. why would there be like black market organ sales if there's free market organ you sales just clone organs i mean you, why not it says if liberalism is the unrestricted respect for the life of others based on the principle of non-aggression and in defense of the right of life, freedom, and property, and my first property is my body, then why shouldn't I be able to do what I want with it, he said. Agreed. Uh, the comment generated controversy as Millet was essentially suggesting that an individual selling a kidney and undergoing invasive surgery in order to afford a separate life-saving medical procedure for a loved one. Additionally, the black market trade of organs has frequently been associated with organized crime. Well, there wouldn't be organized crime in the, black, in the organ market if it wasn't. Illegal. What Millet was willing to see on the free market once again generated controversy when he suggested he might be open to the sale of children. Now, we have an issue. Yeah. I have an issue here. In 2022, when asked if he would support the right to sell one's kid, Millet responded, it depends. Now, he's pro they're probably taking that. I assume they're taking this out of context. Yeah. Like if somebody's like, wants to just put their kid up for adoption by like exchange of money. Now that that's very murky gray area there. Yeah. Uh, he says after touring, touring with Harry Styles and featured by Ben. Oh, that's totally something else. No, I was like, wow, it. wow. <laughs> it's Harry Styles. He clarified that while he personally would not sell a child, it's all a matter of context. It's not what Argentine society is discussing. Perhaps 200 years from now, he added, 
okay, you're 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 losing me here, yeah, buddy. Well, I had just seen an article where he just signed a bill that was very hard on uh, on uh, child sex traffickers. Well, sex traffickers, yeah, but I think like he's probably talking labor. about similar to like organs. It's like you got a kid, you don't want a kid. Instead of putting it through the system, <coughs> why not make a couple bucks off of right. it? <clears throat> well, then you'd have people popping out babies just to sell them. But I mean, should that be illegal though? Right. I, yeah. Like, you if you want to put it, your body right? through hell, and there's a bunch of people that really want babies, a bunch of rich white women that exactly. want your brown babies. Yeah. Is that should that be illegal? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm. I YouTube. I oppose yeah. human trafficking of all forms. But can yeah. we have this discussion? It says, yeah, he just signed an agreement with the Sound of Freedom producer to eradicate all child trafficking. Can we have this discussion right now? Sure. You've got this lady that should not, does not possess the qualities to parent a child, so, nor does she possess the finances to really take care of much, but she's really good at popping out babies. Really fertile. Really fertile. Like Octo Mom. And you've got like the Angelina Jolies of the world that just want to parade around their brown babies and will pay top dollar for the brown yeah. babies. Should it be illegal for baby factory down here in Argentina? <laughs> No, I would say to not. pop out her babies and be yeah. like, here, Angelina, yeah, have another one for thirty-five right. grand or whatever. Right. No, I, I guess I would see. Nothing I, if wrong it's with not that. hurting the child in right. any way, yeah. like the child going to, I'm not saying Angelina Jolina, Jolie is a good home or a bad home. I don't right. fucking know, but say there's a family, a rich family that can't have kids. They right. waited too long or what have you. They're infertile or whatever. Right. And baby mama down here, baby factory is just like. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll have another one for right. you. What's the fucking difference with that in like surrogate parent? No, like I being a surrogate. It's the same thing. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll probably get flack for this. Be like, you'll you just want support the right to sell sell babies. I when I first read that, I'm like, okay, this guy lost me. Right. There's no reason why that should. And then the more I thought about it, when he said depends on the context, and I was like, yeah. what would the context be? Okay. Right. All right. I mean, as long as you're not like a crackhead popping out crack babies that right. are going to have right. like yeah. really bad problems. And if you're the child's not hurt, as long I don't know, I, I oppose selling other people's children. Well, yeah, which is where child trafficking would yeah. come in. I don't know. No, now, I, I would oppose mom being like, you know what? I really <laughs> love my kid, but 20 grand sounds really great right now. Right. You're yeah. just a shitty mom at that right. point. Yeah, exactly. So I. I guess I'm going to have to go with what he said and say, depends on the context. <laughs> I didn't never thought I'd yeah. say those words, but <laughs> if, if this lady wants to be a baby factory, right. And that's what she's good at. It's the only thing she's good at. Why not make a few bucks doing it? <laughs> um, I mean, what's the alternative? She's probably going to have the children anyway, and they're going right. to get stuck in a system. The taxpayers right. are going to pay for it. Right. And, She's going to probably get welfare money or she's, I, I don't know, or the kid's going to live in the house. She's not going to be able to take right. care of it. The kid's what's hurting the baby more, her right. popping out and selling it off right to away. Some rich person to some rich person or her being like, ah, oh, shit, I had another baby. Let's just leave it in the middle of the floor again. Right. I, yeah. I don't fucking know. No, I right. did not think this was going to be where the conversation <laughs> went, but why not? The bottom line is people are looking for something different, <laughs> whether that's, <clears throat> Uh, the freaking far right anti-immigration guy 
in the Netherlands that probably, I would assume, probably opposes, if he is as far right as it says, probably opposes some of them farm regulations that they were talking about, too. There's probably more than just the immigration, but the immigration is very concerning factor in a lot yes. of these countries. And so is the housing, which goes hand in hand. So whether it's that guy, whether it's, you know what, things need to be different. We're just going to burn shit down until we get something different. Or whether it's like, you know, this, yes, this guy clones his dogs. He believes in selling organs and he's a tantric sex coach, but he's not you. Right. Right. At the end of the day, people want something different well, yeah especially if this economist has been in charge of the government for who knows how many years yeah exactly and it's kind of like here <laughs> right right yeah exactly <clears throat> absolutely a uh, grumpy gnome says i've got unvaxxed sperm just saying hey man that <laughs> should be there should be a you know freaking, what the street value is of that <laughs> it's got to be high it, it can't it's got to be pretty high high dollar right yeah. at this point um, Derek says being a surrogate mother is a real thing here in the States. Granted, that's usually IVF. Right. I, I, yeah, I'm just saying like, how is surrogacy any different than right. baby factory mama in Argentina? Yeah. Right. Um, where was I going? People want something different. Yeah. You think that the radical populism that is wreaking havoc across would make the current system stop and just be like, are we doing something wrong here? Right. Are we doing, or they're, they're just like, you know, just hold the course. It'll work. Eventually, yeah. eventually it will work itself out. Yeah. The problem is we have people that have short-term problems that your long-term like drawn out plans aren't fixing. Right. And they're short-term anger. Yeah. And they're like, you're just like, you know, you're just going to, you're going to be happy. This is all going to be for the good of humanity. Right. Don't you want to work towards the good of society, yeah. the good of humanity? It's like, I just want to fucking eat and live in a house right now. Yeah, can I we start? My kids. Can we start there? Yeah. Like with food in a house? Is yeah. that is that okay? And they're like, well, eventually, yeah, we'll all live in these. And that's one thing. Like I said, the common denominator was like the immigration and the housing crisis. And right. it makes me wonder if that's not like intentional. Oh, like they're I, flooding I the they, housing markets yes. to crash the housing markets to bring in these like smart homes or whatever yeah. they're, they're saying. But then the people are like, that yeah. sounds great. And those pictures and those CGI graphics you're showing me of right. how great things, it sounds fucking great. But where do I, where, right. where am I going to live right now? Right. Because if you don't got that up right now, I'm going to fucking burn your shit down. Right. Yeah. So populism leads to a lot of, yeah. Really messy things. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. No. And I say, keep going, populace. Um, yeah. Do I want another Donald Trump? Hell no. Do I want even this guy? Probably fucking not because he believes in the dollarization of Argentina. Argentina. Do I want the next Adolf Hitler? Absolutely not. But something has to change. And if it takes a stupid sex tantric or tech tantric sex coach or a building a couple buildings in um ireland getting burnt down for them to be like you know we need something different all right good let's yeah. do it let's let's just fucking make them like feel the heat literally i guess right. i don't know no, i mean I we're gonna be banned in ireland right now because we're inciting violence well yeah they might show up at your door probably we're under investigation in ireland right now it's like he's got Definitely. a red beard he's irish he's yeah we're gonna he's gotta be jail. a citizen yeah no and well unfortunately instead of 
you know, again, taking notice and listening, they're they're taking it to the other extreme and they're painting these people as domestic it's, terrorists, as our own country is. is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're they're seeking to make laws against speaking out even more. So what's oh, that yeah. going to make them do? It's Speak out more. Yeah. Be louder. Which, uh, again, it comes back to it's that what they want. Do they want them to burn the shit right. down so they can be like. Well, now that it's burnt down, now we just got to build this up right. this better way. We've got these these great things, and we'll throw all those people in jail that that fucked it up for us, and then we'll give you what you want, which is the bugs and the smart homes and right. the cubicles. Right. Uh, Grumpy says everyone will live in pods. You will have no family, no property, and you'll be forced to be happy. Grumpy, welcome to the party. Yes. Yeah, we mentioned that in the first half. It's just like it doesn't seem like that's what the people want. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like they're willing to wait for a. Like the forced to be happy part, they're missing. Like the general population is missing that happy part. They're like, no, we said you'd be happy. You'd have nothing and you'd be happy. It's like, why do I not feel happy? Yeah, they'll give you your medication so that your, that, your yeah, emotions are suppressed. That's it. That, that I mean, it's got to go there. Or I don't know, the 5G or something. Right, right. Might as well name off all the things to get us kicked <laughs> off again. The vaccines will react with the 5G and yes. um, control they'll shoot, your mind. Shoot these signals into our brain yes. to like control our brain, so it's we coming. are happy. Yeah, that's that's where this goes. Um, RFK Jr. said so. Yep. So yep. it's got to be it. Yep. And 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 Q said so. Yes. And Michael Obama is sitting up there. <laughs> I don't have much else for this. Populism's interesting. It is. It leads to shitty things. Well, it's but it also gets it. shit done. Yes. And the the rise of it <laughs> should be an indication that you're doing something wrong. Yeah. And the fact that people are electing nut jobs. Yeah. Total nut jobs. Because they would take that because it's just like, I just anything. Just, yeah. just give me anything. Because the, the other option was the ministry minister of the economy. Yeah. And he's like, guys, I, I can fix this. Yeah, I right, promise. Right. It's like, dude, we've given you a chance. Get yeah. the fuck out. We want the, the dog cloner. Yeah. Right. Can we get the dog cloner because maybe he's got something. Yeah. You, you've had five years to fix this and you've just got made it worse. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Any final thoughts on populism? Uh, it's going to, it's going to keep exploding. Uh, Grumpy says, sorry, Georgia pod was on. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. I don't either. Maybe we're missing. Maybe we should be I know. enjoying Georgia oh, pod. Georgia podcast. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we're on the wrong show. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. I'm glad you joined us, Grumpy. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you here. Um, sorry you missed the rest of the show. Go back and listen to it when yeah. it posts or whenever. Uh, because, I mean, we didn't say anything that's intelligent by any stretch. <laughs> I, the most intelligent thing is that we said was people are pissed off and nobody's hearing yeah. them. So we get the Donald Trump's in the yeah the tantric sex the guys. tantric sex dog cloner. Yes, he's definitely doing his sister. The tantric dog sex cloner. <laughs> I don't know who's definitely definitely doing his sister. <laughs> he's definitely. Um, I got nothing else <laughs> except yeah. it's just like you said. I I can see it growing much more in the oh, next couple years. It will, and I think it's probably intentional. I think this is what they want. Yeah, they want people to go nuts. <clears throat> they want to burn it down <clears throat> so they can hit that reset button. I don't think it's probably going to happen the way they want it to. It's going to be messier, and they're going to be like, uh, "Why are the people so mad?" Yeah. 
<laughs> like I, I just don't understand. We're, we're, we're giving them what they want. Trying to give them a better life that and they a don't future. Know. <clears throat> they're just not smart enough to realize exactly. that what they're experiencing is actually better, even yeah. though it feels like hunger right. and feels like cold. <laughs> it's better for them. I know those mealworms taste exactly like chicken. That's what they told exactly. me. Exactly like chicken. Make sure you check us out all over the social medias. We do have a t-shirt on our um, our web store that says, I will not eat your bugs. <coughs> now I'm coughing. You gave it back to me. I know. You're welcome. Buy that shirt. Be part of the anti-cricket brigade because uh, uh, we don't want to eat crickets. We don't want... That, if that's your form of populism by wearing a shirt that says, I won't eat your bugs, I fully support your right to do Absolutely. so. And I I, I prefer that you do that. Um, you can check that out at our web store, which is at breakthebell.bigcartel.com, as well as a bunch of other cool shit and shirts, too. Uh, share us all over the social medias, far and wide. You can find us at the handle at breakthebellpod. What was that I said this time? Why, why did I want them to share it? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. I don't either. remember. Oh. Who's the Pedro line? Oh. Oh, because oh. we'll make all your dreams come true. Yes. Like yes. like every every populist out there, um, share us far and wide and we'll make all That's, your dreams that come true. That should be a t-shirt. It should be. Vote for me and I'll make all your dreams come true. Vote for Josh Smith, actually. He'll make your dreams come true. Um, be back here next week. Next Monday night, we will have a, <laughs> another... <laughs> awesome show and hopefully we're not coughing in microphones by then right um monday night 7 p.m central standard time live pretty sure mostly make sure you be there we'll be there mostly mostly there have a great rest of your week we'll catch you next time peace goodbye the break the bell podcast is brought to you by you so pat yourself on the back because without you we would be talking to ourselves a special thanks to our patreon members Justin Zelinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.